Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend. Hello, my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? Doing good. That's good. That's good. You're you're in the right. If you're feeling good, you're in the right place. Oh yeah. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out this show. On today's show, we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna talk sports and entertainment, and everything else. So if you want to talk about the draft, how the, the, the Giants and the Jets did in the draft, if you want to talk about uh, the current state of the Mets and the Yankees, the Knicks, the Nets, uh, WWE, AEW, Impact, you know, whatever's on your mind, you know, there's the place, there's the place for you to express yourself. And, you know, you don't have to pay therapy bills, you know, to, to get on the show. Free of charge. Just let your voice be heard. So. Um, if you're checking out this show for the first time, come welcome to the show. If you've been a lifelong listener on, of this show since 2009, thank you for the the constant support and anybody in between. Thank you for checking out this show. Uh, again, we're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna kick off with some football, talk baseball, wrestling. You know the deal. So if you wanna if you wanna give us a call. Talk to me and Mac. You guys already know the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to let your voice be heard. We're here for you. With that said, uh, Mac, let's dive right into the football. Are you ready for some football? All right. All right, man. So, of course, we all know uh, Trevor Lawrence. The guy that um, the Jets were going after for months, you know, until, you know, it was basically mathematically impossible for them to get uh, because they won a couple of games down the stretch. Um, they they set their sights on uh, on Zach Wilson, and of course, you know, once they traded away uh, Sam Darnold um, to the Panthers, you know, it was a foregone conclusion that Zach Wilson is going to be the next. Uh, man, the next quarterback to pilot the Jets to hopefully to the promised land, you know, down the line. And sure enough, with the second pick, after Jaguars picked uh, Trevor Lawrence, the New York Jets selected, drum roll please, (laughs) Zach Wilson from BYU. And of course, it was the best pick they could have done. And it was anticlimactic, but you know, they got their man. That's the guy that they should have went after. Um, and, uh, you know, he looked, even though, you know, he's been playing in Utah his whole his whole life, you know, growing up there, um, you know, he looks like he's ready for the bright lights of New York. So, you know, welcome aboard. You know, um, his his move, you know, that, 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 um, that you know, draft pick 
um, you know, signaled a new era for the Jets. So the Robert Sala Jets, you know, so um, the Joe Douglas Jets, you know. So basically, um, you know, Zach Wilson, you know, he has that that potential. Like Darnold, he had the potential, but thankfully the, the, the Jets, you know, they made some moves, you know, in the off season and and in this in this draft, um drafting um some players, you know, to to help um, you know, turn this around. Uh they drafted uh, Michael Carter, uh you know, who's a running back. They they, they drafted a wide receiver, forgot his name for the moment. It was like Vera something, I can't remember right now. But yeah, the, they they made some uh they made some moves to improve the the, the, the team. And um, uh, I mean that's more than what you could ask for, you know. Uh, you know they got Zach Wilson with the number one pick, with the with the number two pick, first round. Uh, the 14th pick was Elijah Vera Tucker, um, and then of course the second round they they um they got uh, the wide receiver Elijah Moore. Uh, round four they got uh, Michael Carter. And uh, basically, they got some linebacker and corner uh, backers um, in that in the draft. So, uh, you know, they definitely um, improved the offensive line and the defensive line. So, you know, props to them. You know, because they had a lot of they had a lot of stuff they had to fix um, in the off season. Because, you know, Darnold was really was was like a man fighting for himself, and you know he. You know he had a horrible year, and um, to be honest with you, I credit Adam Gase for that. You know for that horrible season that he had, because I think a change of scenery for um, Darnold in in, uh, in Carolina will will do wonders for him. So, um, but with that said, it's a new era for the Jets, and um, you know it's looking good for for the Jets. Uh, what, what's your thoughts? Well, you know you got your man. You know, uh, well, not Trevor Lawrence, but you got the you got you know your second man on the list after Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. He had a stellar year last year playing for BYU. You know, so Jets are hoping that this guy can become the next Joe Namath mm-hmm. and lead them to that promised land. You know that they haven't seen since nineteenth nineteen sixty eight, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been a yep. while. So hopefully Zach Wilson will be that guy. And Jets, you know, they they got weapons for him now. They they drafted uh, wide receivers. They they got a running back. They, you know, they looks like they improved their defense. They got some safeties, some uh, defensive tackles. So you know, we'll see how you know those players fit into this Jet system. And. Uh, how the Jets, the Jets uh, offense and defense fares this upcoming year. But, um, you know, they got their man, Zach Wilson, most importantly. So hopefully, you know, we'll see how he does, you know, as, a, as the new Jets quarterback. Hopefully the, he doesn't let the pressure get to him like it did uh, with Darnold. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and it's going to be very confusing for the Jets if you want to get a Jets jersey because they have two Michael Cardos on the team. Oh yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. They got the 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 um the running back and the cornerback. Wow. You know, on the team. Whose jersey do you want? Well, if I was, gonna, I I mean, I'm I would if, if I'm getting a jersey, I would get um 
I would get um Wilson's one. But if I had to choose between the two, I would get um the running back, the Michael Michael Carter one. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm really looking. Uh, you know, I'm really looking optimistic. You know about this and. You know, I listened to, you know, some of the, the, the clips of the calls that they made with the players, you know, about, you know, how they wanted them and stuff like that. And um, I'm trying to remember which, which play they were talking about. Um, I, I probably was Elijah Vera Tucker because they, cause they, they made a they, – they traded out of – they you know, they – I think they were looking for him, but, you know, obviously they had to make – they had to get um, Zach, Zach Wilson – and they didn't think he was going to still be there. So, um, you know, they, they traded – I think they traded um, – I can't remember. They traded up or down for him. I can't remember. Um, you know, they tra- they traded for him, and, um, you know, they thought they would he would have been gone already. Oh, yeah, yeah, they traded up, right, because they had the 23 – they had the 23rd pick, and then they moved up to the 14th pick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, you know, they definitely – you know, I really like the the moves. You know, the the guys who they drafted, they have definitely have potential. You know, um, 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 Elijah Moore, he's a small guy, but he got that blazing speed. You know, so I think I, you know, I really like the makeup of this the the guys they drafted. Yeah, they had a decent draft. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Props to them. They just got to stay healthy, for real. Yeah. And, um, you know, shifting gears to um, the Giants. The Giants didn't do too shabby themselves. Um, you know, they, they you know, the, the, the Giants, man, they, they they really went to plan B because um, the um, the Cowboys and the Eagles, they, they try to pull a shenanigan play on them. But uh, props to Trader, Trader um, Dave. Who who finally earned that nickname because prior to this year's draft he never um, traded down. You know he made some noise in this um, in this um, you know this MB, this NFL draft. He made a couple of trades, uh, trading down, and um, you know he he I guess he must have he must have foresaw what the what the um, what the Eagles and the the um, the Eagles and the Cowboys were doing. When they, I think they just they traded for Devontae Smith, but um, you know the Giants they traded down with uh, with with the Bears and uh, they they um, they got Kadarius Tony, you know the wide receiver. So you know props to them. Uh, the fiftieth pick they got um, Aziz um, Ujulari, who's a linebacker, third round. Uh, you know uh, the seventy first pick. From from uh you know the from the um the Broncos, Garen Robinson, um a, you know a linebacker um Ellison Smith, the 196 pick from the the um the sixth round they got uh Gary Brightwell a running back so, you know the the Giants you know they made some moves to improve the, their team, for your boy uh Jones, so what's yeah. your what's your thoughts? Yeah, it was a very good draft for the Giants. You know, they, uh, despite the Cowboys and Eagles trying to ruin our draft night by stealing the wide receiver that we wanted, um, Giants still ended up having a very good draft. You know, they got Kadarius Tony from Florida. 
one of the best wideouts in this draft. So I like that pick. I think he, you know, if they put him in there, you know, alongside Sterling Shepard, um, and who's the other kid again? I'm forgetting his name. Um, is it Slayton? I think it's Darius Slayton. Um, and, and, you know, Saquon. I mean, that's going to be that, that's going to be a very good offense for Daniel Jones next season. So, and they got uh, they improved their defense even more. I mean, Giants they improved their defense vastly in this off season. But now you had a linebacker, you had uh, some cornerbacks. I mean, Giants did very good. They did very good. If I were to judge and if I were to grade their uh, mm-hmm. their uh, draft selection this off season, I would give it an A minus. Or A, A or A minus. You know, it's not A plus, but you know, A is a very high grade. So I would definitely that would be my grade for them. They did well. They did well. Yeah, um, Gentleman should definitely pat himself on the back, and I'm sure, um, you know, Daniel Jones feels like a a kid on Christmas Day. So. Yeah. Got his candy and his cookies. And he didn't have to steal from a baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I bet they wish they could have stole it from the, the, the Cowboys and Eagles for, for that, what they did. Yeah. First mm-hmm. time I've seen that. Giants, uh, Cowboys, and Eagles trading with each other. That usually doesn't happen during the draft. Mm-hmm. That would be like the Brazen Phillies trading in the, NF- the, N- the NFC East. The, N- the, N- the NL East, I should say. Yeah, or are the Cowboys or the Red Sox and Yankees trading or MLB? Well, I think that's yeah. happened before, actually. Yeah, yeah. you guys MLB just draft. traded away. Then uh, uh, wasn't out of out of Vino, I think. You guys just traded in the off season. Well, I'm talking about the, the, during the draft, but mm-hmm. I think I think that's happened. But yeah, I mean, you read that doesn't happen in the football between you know mm-hmm. the you know division rivals, especially in the NFC East. So I'm surprised to see that. Mhm. Yeah, it was definitely surprising, but fortunately for the Giants, they have a, a a genius, you know, running the show in Gettleman, you know, who 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 had his plan B, and you know. Yeah. It worked out. Still worked out. Yeah, still worked out. He didn't have to suffer the sting of of assuming that he was going to get him for sure. Mhm. Because one thing you can, you can be you can be sure of in in sports that you can't be sure of anything, right? So you got to play the games. It doesn't matter how good you look on paper. You know it's how you play the game. Yep. Like Parcel says, you are what your record says says you are. So, but yeah. Um, speaking of a guy who you know who um who hasn't been in the league for years, uh, Tim Tebow. He was rumored to work out with his uh, former um, um, head coach from from you know the from the uh, football team, the mm-hmm. Gators. Um, uh, Urban Meyer. He he was re- reportedly training out with the the Jaguars as a tight end. So there's a possibility he might come back, and that would be the perfect spot for him. Jacksonville is where he you know you know he um, he had he. Did a lot of amazing things over there with the with the um with the Gators in in college, winning like two uh, national uh, championships over there. So yeah, it would be the perfect spot for him to go and and uh you know play with Trevor Lawrence. I, I think 
Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. Would be an interesting dynamic if, the, if that didn't go down. Yeah. You know, I thought the the shocking news that came out of the NFL draft was Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's not really that surprising because because of that crazy ending to end the you know their 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 season their season in the postseason. Um, yeah, I I I I kind of foresaw that this would, could have been a possibility, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers, man, he's been loyal to that you know to that to that green and yellow, but I guess he got that final straw of. Um, that crazy, you know, crazy situation. What if Jets? Awesome. Well, what if Jets wanted to trade Zach Wilson, some draft picks, and you know, a player right now, one of the veteran players to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers? Would you accept that deal? Uh, I don't think they're gonna do it. I mean, well, I think they're, they're just, gonna... hypothetically speaking, if they yeah. did, would you be happy with that? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, he's going to the Hall of Fame, you know, but um, I wouldn't trade if, – if I would have acquired Rodgers, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up Wilson because um, Zach Wilson idolized Aaron Rodgers. So if you would have got – let's say if you would have got Aaron Rodgers, he's willing to come for like a year or two and, you know, mentor him kind of like – you know, have a situation kind of like Brett Favre, you know, in him when he was coming up, and then you know he 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 would pass the torch to him. I mean that that would be a scenario, uh, but they'd have to both be with you know cool with that. But yeah, I I don't see it. I don't see it happening because I well, mean right now you gotta throw the kid to the fire. You know, you drafted him. You believe he's the future. You know, you gotta go with him. Now you don't see it happening, but again, hypothetically, if they did, if Mets did do it, how would you Jets. feel about it? Um, would you like it, or would you not? Would you not like it? Uh, I, I'd be kind of—I don't know—I'd be on the fence with it. I mean, I'd be on the fence with it because um, obviously, you get a Hall of Fame guy if he's, you know, if he's interested in coming for a few years and mentor him, and Zach Wilson's cool with it. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with it for a few years and, you know, help them win a championship. That would, you know, I'd be cool with that. But, you know, and then when he when he's ready to retire in a few years or you move in a different direction, hopefully he, after you win a title, you know, you, you give it to the kid and, you know, see he's ready. But, hope, but, the, but the negative part of it would be um, would you mess up his growth, you know, him – you know, being backing up somebody instead of throwing him to the fire. Well, I mean, I, mean, I guess it depends on the, the it depends on the individual. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you do it. I would you give up. Do it. If Giants were to trade Daniel Jones for Aaron, I'd do that in a second. If, uh, if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Giants right now, uh, Giants automatically become a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. No question about it. You know, I'd take Aaron Rodgers right now. If I mm-hmm. him, turn him and Saquon and uh, the wide receiver we just got from Lions, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be a great team, man. Yeah, I would love that deal if they did that. I'm, 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 I'm with you with that. There's only a few people I would be willing to trade for, like him. You know, Russell Wilson. You know, those, those are very. There are very few people in the league that 
that I would trust if you make a move, you know, get a veteran that, you know, you, you'd make them instant con- uh, championship contenders. Yeah. Yeah, and if the Giants, you know, they do do that, I'm celebrating tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm opening a bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. you know. Play that celebration song from Cool Hell Yeah. <laughs> everything, man. That happened. Watch. Mm-hmm. Well, if it makes you feel better, you've seen you've seen the Giants win a title multiple times, so. Yeah, but it's been what? Um, it's what have you done for me lately, right? <laughs> it's been ten years. But yeah, speaking of a team that hasn't done stuff for many years. Um, is the the New York Knicks, man. Um, you know, they, they had their recently had their nine game winning streak snapped um on Monday night against the Suns, uh, by the final score of one eighteen to one ten. And man, that was the weirdest game I've seen all season. It was like Knicks were scoring. They were the Knicks were really scoring, but the the the, 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 the Suns were like were like a, a team of um I would even say monsters. They were like a team of like Jason, Freddy Krueger, um, Michael Myers. They just, they just, and no matter how much we scored, they were scoring too. You know what I mean? It was, it didn't even look like we were even playing def. It, it didn't even look like we were, we weren't even playing bad defense. It looked like that team was just so hot. Like no matter what you did, they, you just couldn't stop them. Like Devin Booker, Chris, Chris, um, Chris Paul, man. Like they were just. We we went on a 15-0 run, but they still were scoring, too. It was like, normally when you're going to a run like that, it was like, oh, man, this team is, is in a slump. But it was like this, we broke, it was like we were knocking down, that first quarter, it was like we were knocking down unbelievable shots that that you you would think we were an NBA hang time or NBA jam or something. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, they were, they were nailing, we were nailing threes like nothing. And then there was like a guy on the on on the Suns who was like 0 for seven. I think his name was Johnson. I can't remember. And then once it got to like the fourth quarter, man, he started nailing some threes. And then and then it was like basically the rest was history. Like once they took that lead, man. Like once I saw like it was cutting down to like seven or something, I was like, man, if if we cut if we blow this lead, we're gonna lose this game. Cause they they were relentless. They could they didn't stop. Even when we had like a fifteen point lead, you know, like you go, teams go on runs, so it's like okay, you miss some shots, they miss some shots, and then a run happened. But it was like even when we were on our huge runs, they were still scoring. It, it was like unbelievable. Like I, I like I haven't seen. I don't know if you noticed that, but it was like it was crazy. We couldn't we couldn't stop them. Well, they the were just Knicks, a better team. The Knicks' defense in the second half was not that good. They they're giving up a lot of open three pointers which killed them. They were letting Booker have his way. Mm-hmm. And in that, in that fourth quarter, Chris Paul clutch. He was just hitting mm-hmm. impossible shots. Those are what killed the Knicks. Yeah, if, if Knicks replay, if Knicks play that team again in the future, their defense has to be much better guarding the, guarding these players at the three point mm-hmm. line. Cause they were just swinging the ball and the, you know, they were leaving a lot of guys open uh, for three, for three. Yeah. Funny how you yeah. say that. We're gonna face them six days from now, May seventh, in Whoa. Phoenix. 
hopefully we can win that one because, you know, if we play like that again, you know, that's not going to be pretty this time. Yo, man, I, man, I got to admit, man, this is this was – this was the scariest team I've seen all year. I mean, we faced some tough teams, but this was like a team like we we gave them our best, but our best wasn't good enough. They were like yeah, really... we didn't give them our best because Randall didn't play that good that night. Oh well, yeah, yeah, Randall was horrible. He scored like seven points. Yeah, Randall didn't play. I, 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 I even Barry, I don't think played as well as he should have either. You know, Barry could have had not, a better game. I think Rose could even been the had a better game too. I think. You Repeat know? that. Derek could have had a better game. Rose could have played much better, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rose yeah, did yeah, score, yeah. but Rose didn't have – he didn't have the game that we that we saw him uh, the way he was playing during that nine-game winning streak. His defense on Paul was not that good, you know, especially in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I mean, I, I Suns, Suns are a very good team. You know, they're mm-hmm. a very good team. But, uh, yeah, if we play like that again, we're going to be blown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, they definitely got to get the act together because, unfortunately, you know, we wanted that win. We won that W uh, before the road trip. But, fortunately, Wednesday night we bounced back um, and beat the Bulls' final score 113-94. to uh, 94. And, um, yeah, Randall bounced back from that horrible start. Uh, he, he scored 34 points to go along with uh, seven rebounds. R.J. Barrett, you know, he he scored 22 points, had uh, seven rebounds, six assists. Um, yeah, so, you know, we we definitely needed that. We definitely needed that um, that W because that road, this road trip starting tomorrow night on Sunday is going to be tough. We're going to be, we're going to be on the road against the Rockets, the Grizzlies. We should, the we should be, we should beat the Rockets. Rockets are not that good. Yeah, I hear you, but you know it's you you know you're gonna be on the road, so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be as you know easy on on that trip. But yeah, can't can't fall with that. But yeah, you know we're gonna be facing Rockets, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Suns, Clippers, Lakers, um, and then we're then we're gonna return home against. Uh, the the uh, San Antonio, in uh, on Thursday night, May thirteenth. So yeah, we definitely gotta bring our A game on this uh, this road trip. How you think we're gonna do? I think uh, if we at least go five hundred, you should be all right. Yeah. Well, if we do five right now, we're in the fourth seed. The Atlanta lost the other night. So if we just split this road trip, we should be fine. Or if we can do even better, that that'd be you know, that'd be great. Mhm. Yeah, because we only got the Bucks, the Seventy Sixers, and the Nets to to look up to. Yeah. In this in this uh, division. But this team has fight. You know, they have fight. So I don't think, you know, they're gonna experience any, you know bad losses. If they lose, I think they're they're gonna be in every game. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But yeah, they they definitely gotta they definitely gotta set the tone tonight. Well not tonight, Sunday night against the the Rockets. Um yeah. you know they got the you know they're a horrible team, sixteen and forty eight, but you know you know we gotta we gotta we got, we can't play to our competition. 
And for the most part, the Knicks they they've been they've been playing, they've been uh, shocking some people. So there should be a W, but it's until you you play the games when you when you see. Yeah, well, you know this is a different Knicks team this year, so you know I expect them to fight and to you know play good defense and be in every game, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Right about that. And then uh, on the Nets, um, I think that the didn't the, the Nets I think won yesterday. Let me see if they played uh, today. Oh, actually, they're gonna play tomorrow night against um, the Bucks in Milwaukee. Yeah, they 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 lost uh the Nets lost one twenty eight to one oh nine. I think yeah, this was the the game I think um I think Kyrie Irving was only playing. I don't think uh Durant and Harden was playing that game. Yeah, that trio has Harden to play together this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um yeah, Irving only had twenty twenty eight points and uh yeah, the new the new net Mike James who the Knicks were interested in possibly signing. He he scored uh, 15 points. Um, but, yeah, prior to that, the, the, the Nets, uh, they won 128 to 119. It seemed like, oh, yeah, with Durant, it seemed like they're like a totally different – they seem like a totally different team when it's, you know, Durant – when Durant and, and, and or um, Harden's in the lineup. But when Kyrie Irving is there by himself, they, it don't seem like they win. It's like they could they could get by with Harden or or um Durant. It's like they have four different teams. It's like they got one with the with the big three in it. They got one with only with Kevin Durant. They have one only with Kyrie. They have one with uh with only um Harden. Cuz they rarely play together. It it, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Saved by the Bell with um the late, the last season where where you know sometimes you see um um Kelly and Kelly and um, Jesse, or sometimes you see just uh, um, Tori. It's like <laughs> you, you never you never see that um that um consistency consistency of their them playing, you know, of them playing together, and they they're definitely gonna need that. Um, uh, they need to play together before they start this postseason, you know, very soon because um. Yeah, you can't expect a team that only plays seven games together and then they magically go to the playoffs and just because of their sheer talent, they're just going to win, run roughshod on everybody. You know, there got to be some chemistry, you know. Yeah, that's a fighting for that number one spot with Sixers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they lead um, by half a game on the the seventy sixers. Yeah, so that's gonna go down to the wire. Yeah, and that's tomorrow. Tomorrow um, afternoon, they're gonna try to snap. They're gonna try to prevent a two game losing streak. Uh, the seventy sixers they are currently on a three game winning streak, and um, you know we you know we basically gotta hold our end of the bargain of. Uh, Keeping the the Hawks at bay. Uh, we got a we got like a a game we got like a game on the the Hawks Bucks. So we got um. You know, hold them down. 
Because the last thing the Knicks need is to go into that play-in. So, like you said, if we if we finish 500 in the in the the road, you know, we'll be fine. Anything worse than that, you know, you know, it's not gonna make things easy for us. So, well, we're not catching the Bucks. I mean, we're probably not gonna catch the Bucks. Right now, nah. we need to focus on just playing well enough to maintain this four seed. Oh yeah, and not, yeah. I, I, and not falling down, not dropping down in the standings. Yeah, I agree with you. We got like four. We're four games behind them. Um, how many games we have left? Maybe ten or so. Nine. Yeah. Plus one on the plus one on the the West Coast for the most part. Uh, yeah, the odds of us overtaking the Bucks is is um, I say it's slim to none, but we we got a shot. You know the way how how we've been playing lately. You know you never say not you never say never. But yeah, the most important thing is we gotta keep the Hawks from 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 overtaking us. Yep. But um, yeah, shifting gears. The Yankees. Uh, congratulations to the Yankees. Uh, uh, Tyone, the guy literally won his first. Do you, do you know when was the last time he won a game before today? Won two years. Literally, exactly two years. Yep. May first, twenty nineteen. It literally took him two years. Two years, exactly two years. It's two year anniversary from the win his next from the win his first game as a Yankee. And to win his first game in two years since he was a a, a Pittsburgh Pirate. Yeah, congrats to him. And his first yep. one today. The Yankees look good. You know mm-hmm. they've been on a winning streak lately. You know. Yep. They're about to sweep the Tigers if they uh, finish off the sweep tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, uh, the offense. Aaron Judge. Pounded the Tigers like a Van Rose video. He just, he just destroyed them. Oh yeah. Aaron Judge had a grand slam, a two-run homer game. And the Yankee offense looked good, beat him ten nothing. And Jared Cole, man, he's pitching like Cy Young. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy has a four. He's four and one with one point four one point four three ERA. And I don't know how many strikeouts he has, but at this pace, he can have like three hundred strikeouts. In every mm-hmm. game, he's having like double-digit strikeouts. Yeah, this guy is insane. So. He's been carrying our pitching staff, and right now the Yankees, uh, they're playing well. You know, they're back mm-hmm. in tune, so look out, Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, I think Hoover won, Hoover won the game Friday night, too. Yeah. You know, so. So we're, 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 coming, we're coming back. They're, they're picking up the slack for, uh, for Garrett Cole, you know. He can't yep. be carrying all the load by himself. And, and, and your boy Chapman. Oh, yeah. Chapman tonight. Yeah, the guy that you put in the same category as Benitez. No, he, no, no. I said I has, said the last couple of years, especially last year, he's been he's been shaky. Well, that's what I've been saying. Like he, that's, that's, he's that's been shaky, not what you he, said, but okay. That's what I said. <laughs> we play the tape. We play the tape. You put him in the same category as Benitez. No, I did not put him in the same year. category. I said he's shaky. I said he's, right. he's been shaky these past couple of years. Okay. I, uh, yeah, play, I mean Benitez. We'll replay the tape goal. next week, but. I Chapman, he's four. He's four and four. He hasn't blown a save yet this year. He's been great, mm-hmm. and he's added another pitch. He's added the sinker, which has been devastating. And that's the difference. So, that's the difference. So yeah, he's looking unstoppable again. So that's good for him. You know, good for him. He's trying to make up for uh, some blown opportunities in the postseason. Uh, mm-hmm. 
He's looking sharp so far. Yeah, this is this is the guy the Yankees thought they were getting. Yep. For sure. And talk, speaking of a, a guy, a closer, who who's you know who's been a dominant closer in his career, but it's been kind of shaky in recent years, especially twenty uh, what twenty twenty nineteen, and that's of course um, Edwin Diaz. I mean, so far I think he's what three and three in save opportunities, and he's been he's been dominant. Yeah. Um, in his in his last couple of outings, even in unsafe situations, and. Today, man, he just dominated the um, the Phillies. Um, today's game, uh, Tyone was pitching. He went like um, six innings. Um, he he was giving up. He gave up two runs, but then in the you know at the end of the six, he gave up a a two run home run to Bohm, and uh, that was his first home run he gave up. But unfortunately for him and the Mets, that tied the game at four. So yeah, the Mets had. The Mets scored four runs in the first inning, which Mets scoring a run in the first inning is like would be like the Yankees scoring ten runs in the first inning. You know what I mean? Like it's big news whenever the Yan- the Mets can score a run, much less in the first inning. Yeah. But they blew that lead. They blew that four nothing lead, and they they couldn't they could never tack on a run. So basically. You know, um, Conforto, who, who's been slowly but surely getting out of his slump, he hit a um, a bomb in the what was it the the ninth, the top of the ninth, and uh, you know to give us what proved to be the game winning run. And Trevor May, on May Day, gets his first win of the the year. And now the Mets. Like the temptation, have sunshine on a cloudy day in the month of <laughs> so, now, so basically, the Mets, you know, they snapped their three-game losing streak. And, um, you know, they got to keep it. They got to they um, win tomorrow and um, take this series because they got swept by the Red Sox, which I'm, I'm sure you know about. The Yankee fans, you know, they were – you know, they didn't know who to root for, either the the Mets or the, the Red Sox. Oh, nobody. You know. <laughs> but, I mean, I knew you guys weren't going to help us out anyway. You know? <laughs> well, we tried. We tried our best, but unfortunately, you know, you know, our 86 magic was gone, so we couldn't beat them again, you know. That's why we're, you know, we're still 2,000 so to say the Yankees champions. can never rely on either the Mets or Red Sox, so. <laughs> safe Likewise. Safe. We can't trust you guys either. Hey, you all, you guys, anything? Just like <laughs> you guys don't want anything. That's right. <laughs> Keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, the Mets, you know, they they bounced back from that. They lost to the Cubs. They got swept by the Cubs in Chicago. Uh, yeah, the offense has been horrible, you know, um, with the Mets. Lately, and it, and we're not just talking about Jacob Degrom starts. I mean, like, you know, after they had that that you know Jacob Degrom had that wonderful performance where he threw that two hitter, um, like what was it last week or so? You know, the Mets they they haven't been really hitting. Today was their best hitting hitting day they've had in like in a week. Like, I mean, it's not even it's not even an exaggeration. 
it was so bad that it seemed like even though they were in a three-game losing streak, it seemed like they were in like in a six-game losing streak. Because you could you could barely I could barely remember the last time they won a game. Wow, what's the record right now? Um, let me think. What is it? I think there might be ten and ten and twelve, maybe ten and eleven. I can't remember. Ten, eleven, ten and ten and twelve, or something like that. I but saw yeah. that you guys hit the. Uh, no, was it you guys or Bryce Harper got hit in the face or something like that? Um, I heard he got he exited the game. That was I against you guys, right? Uh, well, yeah, we were facing against we were facing them. Oh yeah, you guys are playing them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I missed I I missed I missed the part that he got hit, so I don't I don't I didn't see. But yeah, Friday night, Friday night they um there was almost a fight because um Dominic Smith was PO'd because um Alvarez was talking smack after he 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 um you know after I think he he got a met out. I can't remember who it was, and and Dom Smith was you know upset about it because flashback the last time they faced both teams faced each other, um, what's his name um, Alvarez uh, almost hit um, Conforto in the head. I think he probably hit him in the sh- the, the shoulder or something like that, and Dom Smith was like you know basically telling him like you know if you're gonna hit a guy don't hit him on the the head you know. And then what Alvarez was like was like giving him the, sh- you know, you know the 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 shush hand gesture and saying talking trash to him. So when it came yesterday, he I think he struck somebody out or something. He was like pumped up, so Dom Smith was was charging him out, and they both they had a benches cleared, but nothing happened. And then there was another th- time. They had a almost they had a benches clear nearly a benches cleared again, and then you know Dom Smith was saying that um you know if the guy has a problem with him he can meet him he don't have to just find him in the field he he can meet him in the um like in the in the I guess the clubhouse or something like that oh you want to find him you're out there running rumble you but yeah man the the Phillies they dominated us on Friday night man it was embarrassing. It was it was embarrassing. Like, how you don't score more than one run in Philadelphia with that ballpark? You know, I mean, like, come on, the Mets' offense is horrible. Like, Wrigley Field, you get swept in that ballpark. Like, come on. What's what's going on with Lindor? Um, yo, it's so Lindor is in such a slump. He doesn't even know he's in the slump. Wow. He's like, it's like he's in Inception. The dude, don't even, the dude don't even know he's in a slump. Like, literally. He doesn't think he's in a slump because he's sending balls at, right at people. Like, I, and, you know, this was the first time in his career he's been booed because they never booed him in Cleveland. Wow. But that, that, it, con- that contract went in that haunt the Mets. Um, I mean, I still have faith that he's going he's gonna to turn it around, but damn, like... It's me, man. Wake up. Yeah. And this guy was hot in spring training. I, you know, the whole team was was hot. You know, spring training. I think it's, I think it's the the whole how how they missed the national season in the beginning. You know, kind of messed their minds up, and they're still trying to adjust to it. But I mean, right. it's messed up. I like. There's no excuse. And in Comforto, he was he was struggling too until these last couple of days. You know. 
And he's, you know, he's on his walk here too. So the Mets, they got to get their act together, man, because the season is, this season is a 162 season, but the way how they're playing, you know, this, this season's going to end pretty quick. They get their acts together soon. Mm-hmm. Because prior to today, the, the Mets were unwatchable. Their offense was, was terrible. They're getting good. They're getting good starting pitching uh, for the most part. Um, I mean, they've had some games. I think in Chicago where the pitchers didn't go to four innings, which I mean that's dreadful. But other than that, for the season, most of the part of the year that the, they've been getting good starting pitching, the bullpen has been actually good. Diaz has been dominant, but you know they're not scoring any runs consistently. You know, so they need to get their act together. But uh, shifting gears, um, yeah, let's let, let's talk. Um, uh, you know, wrestling. Yeah, let's talk um, WWE, man. Uh, biggest thing that happened this week that I could think of was um, was was Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, you saw it, right? Um, I saw some of it. I assume you saw the half. ending. I didn't see the ending. I missed the oh. ending. Well, Roman Reigns has a new theme song. Wow. And and more importantly, he um he he retained the title. So Daniel Bryan's SmackDown career is over. As we all knew. No surprise there. I mean, of course. There's right now there's no wrestler they're gonna have beat Roman Reigns for that title. Unless it's a formidable opponent like The Rock. Mm-hmm. Or Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. or maybe Lashley, but they're not gonna make mm-hmm. him lose the title to, you know, uh, Edge, who has wrestled in years, ten years, in ten years, and who's older, uh, or Daniel Bryan, who has injuries, you know, and he's older. Um, you know, they want someone with star star power, star attraction, like Rock or Brock Lesnar. Those are the two main guys they'd probably make him lose the title to. Or Lashley, because Lashley, you know, right now he's on the hot streak and he's currently the WWE champion. So maybe him, but um, I don't you know see Roman Reigns losing the title anytime soon to anyone, uh, um, unless it's those guys that I mentioned. Yeah, I agree with you. Those, those are the two guys he's most likely going to lose the title to. The only person who I, who might they might make him lose the title to down the line, if it's not The Rock, if somehow The Rock isn't able to 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 perform at WrestleMania, um, you know WrestleMania 38. The only person I could think of, if it's not Brock Lesnar, of course, because to me it makes more sense for Brock Lesnar to face to face um, Bobby Lashley instead of Roman Reigns again. Well, yeah, that's you what know. everyone wants to see. Um, um. Well, yeah. What was I gonna say? The only person I could see that they they make him beat is um um it, that could take the title off him would be Cesaro, but that's down the line. Yeah. Not not right now, because if they 
if they're teasing that they're gonna face each other, Cesaro's gonna lose. Right. Because they're yeah. not because they're not taking the title off him right now. And Cesaro right now, he's uh, you know, he's really going at it with um, what's his face? Um, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah, he's in two feuds. Now I yeah. think about it. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Two former Shield members. Yep. But was I? Oh yeah, was I? Oh yeah, another person who, who could possibly be down the line, if it's not the two aforementioned Lesnar or Rock, um, if it's not Cesaro, it could also be Big E until he loses the title. Yeah, yeah. I could see Big E as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, I think in Big E a push. So. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm trying to think what happened on Raw. I know Matt Riddle and Art, um, um, what's his name, or- Orton. Um, they they tag team. Um, yes, see that one. I might have missed that one. Is that early in the show? Uh, I don't even remember. I assume so. That was on that was on uh, Raw. Okay. Yeah, they beat the um, you know, Benjamin and um, Alexander. Um, what else happened? This Alexa Bliss storyline doesn't make any sense. I mean, this thing, this storyline gets worse and worse by the week. <laughs> uh, you know, they're acting like Lily was her friend from the beginning, long before Bray Wyatt, but she never shown signs of her being like crazy or weird like that. Yeah. So, so it's like they're trying to retcon the storyline, and it's not fitting. This doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. And you think the fans are dumb enough not to realize it. So, yeah. There's nothing more I could say about that storyline that I won't say next week because they'll do something else more dumber um, (laughs) this, this upcoming Monday Night Raw. Um... Yeah, I can't even I can't even think of anything else that happened on on WWE. Um, I can't even think of anything else. I guess I'll I'll move on to um to um you know TNA and uh or I should say Impact and AEW. Impact. I hear. What did you say? I, I hear the AEW ratings. Their ratings are not as great, even compared to SmackDown ratings. Mm. And they need to get that act together because it doesn't look like their ratings can even still compete with either Raw or SmackDown. Mm. SmackDown yeah, was, was on network TV. Yeah, they were they were in direct competition with uh, with uh, NXT before they moved their both shows. You know, before they moved their nights. Are they even are they even beating NXT? Were they even beating NXT when they were competing against um, each other? I don't even know. I think sometimes they did. Like th- there was one point where where they did beat out NXT, and you know Jericho came up with the the nickname the Demo God when they beat when they beat them out. But I don't know how it was. You know, you know, overall. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, to recap the the Rebellion pay-per-view event, um, Rosemary and Havoc defeated Kimberly and Susan, the tag team tag team match. Joss Alexander defeated um, Ace Austin and TJP. Um, Violence by Nature um, defeated Chris Sabin, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack. Brian Myers, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, defeat Matt Cordona, formerly known as Zack Ryder. Jordan Grace and Rachel Erling uh, defeated Fire and Flavor, which is uh, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champion. Trey Miguel defeats Sammy Callahan, last minute standing match. Finn Juice defeats the Good Brothers um, to retain uh, the Impact World Tag Team Championship. Deanna Perrazzo defeats Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma from WWE. And as expected, Kenny Omega defeats um, Rich Swan to not only retain the AE, uh, championship, AEW championship, but to also win the Impact um, World Championship. So, yeah, so Kenny Omega, he's the Triple A champion from Mexico. He's the AEW champion and now the Impact Wrestling champion. But uh, on AEW, they're going to have a special event called Blood and Guts. So yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have uh, you know the main event of Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle, which we'll get into that. But yeah, they're gonna have a couple of matches. They're gonna have um, SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels and Frank Azarian versus uh, um, Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Varsity Blondes, which is Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison versus The Acclaim, which has Anthony Bowens and Max Caster, who was one of uh, Bobby Lashley's sisters in that um, that segment from years ago. Um, let's see. I think uh, Jurassic Express is going to win this one. They're going to win the number one contender for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Um, Britt Baker, she's going to defeat whoever she's going to face um, in the singles match, um, unless if it's Tesha Blanchard who makes her her AEW de- debut, which there's a rumor she might sign with them, or even WWE, who knows? Um, Kenny Omega and MT Nakazawa is gonna is going to um, lose to John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Cody Rhodes is going to defeat QT Marshall in a singles match. And last but not least, the inner circle, which has Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger, Samuel Guevara, Santana Ortiz versus the Pinnacle, which has MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Hardwood, formerly of The Revival, with Tully Ballantard in a blood and guts match, which is uh, pretty similar to a war a war game match, um, but AEW's version of it. Um, as much as I'm rooting for Jericho, I think the Pinnacle is going to win this one. 
So yeah, that's that's that really and um in the wrestling that I could think of. Um yeah, I guess we could um shift to the Oscars. Um yeah, it was the ninety third Oscars. Um yeah, um I saw some of it but yeah, the biggest news of the night was that um you know no no matter well other than no matter winning three three um Oscars for best picture um best director with Nomadland is out huh what you said? Nomadland you mean? Yeah. Uh Chloe Zhao, you know, winning her best director award and um Frances McDormand winning uh the best actress award. Um you know, congratulations to to that to everybody involved with that movie. But the biggest the biggest news from the Oscar was, you know, Anthony Hopkins upsetting you know the post humorous uh, Chadwick Boseman. You know the way how they, because from what I heard, um, you know normally you know they. Normally, as we all know, the Oscar usually ends with the best actor. I mean, the best, uh, the best movie, the best picture, at the very end. But you know, they for whatever reason they decided to flip the script, and that made a lot of pe- that gave people a lot of false hope that Chadwick Boseman would finally get that Oscar, even though he's no longer with us, you know, among the living. But um, yeah, people were very shocked when Anthony Hopkins obviously he's he's a you know a legendary actor who's been acting for for many decades he won an Oscar for Silence of the Lamb but yeah it seemed like this would have been the perfect time to honor Chadwick Boseman I mean this guy was the best young actor of this past decade you know he's been in so many iconic films Black Panther uh, the Avenger films um uh, Jack, the Jackie Robinson film 42, Get On Up, the James Brown movie. Like, I mean, this guy, he was, he was really killing it, you know, in the box office. And, um, you know, we we're shocked to find out, you know, he, you know, after he passed away that he was, um, you know, he was battling cancer. I mean, we did notice, um, unfortunately towards the end, he lost a lot of weight. You know, he, you know, he wasn't ready to reveal to people, you know, that he was battling the cancer. He wanted to keep it private. So, you know, people just thought he was on a, you know, he was trying to lose weight for, you know, I, I guess an acting role or for his health. But, um, you know, rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman, you know. And, yeah, it would have been it would have been nice if he would have got that, that, that award. But, you know, um hopefully they'll 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 write the wrong and give him a uh you know a lifetime achievement award but they they ruined a big opportunity of doing that you know the eyes of the world was watching them to see to make make a statement but you know it is what it is so rest in peace i don't know what the point was of moving the best actor all the way to the end instead of the best picture like they usually do every year Mm-hmm. Making it seem like you know they're gonna make this big reveal and have Chadwick win best actor, mm-hmm. and then in the end snubbing him and having Anthony Hopkins win the award it doesn't make any sense. 
but that's the Oscar season. Yeah, and a notable, other notable awards was um, was Young Ya Jung from Minari. Um, you know, she she won Best Supporting Actress, and Daniel Kaluuya, you know, formerly of Get Out, he won Best Supporting Actor. So, you know, congratulations to, you know, all the winners and the nominees. You know, even though I didn't really see any of these movies, um, uh, this year, but some from from what it what it seemed, there was like a lot of good movies out there. So. Definitely want to check those out. Yeah, I got to see some of these Nomad Land. I got to see that. Yeah, the Judas and the Black Messiah look interesting. One Night in Miami. Uh, Minari. Um, I guess I got to see this Nomad Land too to see what, what the, the fuss about, you know. Yeah. Then winning all these, these awards. So. Yeah, props to them. Oh yeah, and then Minari, the 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 lady who won, she she was like a legendary um, actress in South Korea. But oh, really? um, oh. yeah, so you know, congratulations to her. Um, you know, she she won the Oscar, you know, at the age of seventy three. So you know, she, I guess she was able to cross over as a you yes, know sir. having success, you know. And, you know, in her native, uh, you know, South Korea. So, congratulations to her and everybody. Um, yeah, congrats. We're nominated in one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I left out. I think I touched on everything I needed to touch on. Um, uh, anything else you'd like to talk about before, uh, you know, we head out here? Uh, just check out my show, IMAX, check your local listings, and come back, check out Sports Urban Legend every Sunday, Saturdays at 11 on Block Talk Radio. Yeah, you heard the man. Uh, check out his show, IMAC. You know where to look for, how to look for it. Um, check, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. Come back here, check out Sports Urban Legend with me, William Rammel, and him, Macaulay Matthew, every Saturdays at 11. So, again, you know, thank you guys, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this episode of Sports Urban Legend. And we will see you, God willing, next week. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.